Still Dawson Reese. Guess who's back? everyone and welcome back to another episode of the DOS Dissection. Welcome back to episode eight for this year. I'm joined as always by Reese, and tonight we've got the namesake of the pod for this year on. That's our very special guest, DOS. Welcome Reese, and welcome DOS. Yeah, thanks Kalen. Good to be back. Good to be here. Hopefully you can uh, help my team. We hope so too, DOS, although if the last game was anything to go, well, you don't need any help at all, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that shortly. Uh, maybe let's get straight into it. We'll have a little bit of a look at the matchups for this week. And along the way, we'll no doubt get into your team, DOS, what's been working for you and what hasn't when we take a look at the matchup you had for last week, which was a big one. But let's start at the top yeah, here. I think, the top... Sorry, go on. I think um, beating Chanta, um, it doesn't mean that uh, I'm out of the woodworks for, by any means. I think uh, I've still got some big issues. I mean, Chunter's down the bottom of the ladder. So <laughs> I, was, I was kind of lucky I had Chunter. I scored a low score and he scored a low score as well, lower score. So definitely still got some issues. That's true. We did it earlier, say on earlier pods that coming up against you could be the, the booster we need this season. But it seems like maybe coming up against Chunter could be the booster that everyone, everyone needs to get their team back on track. I think so, yeah. I feel a bit more confident now after a little win. Yeah. Uh, so at the top here, we've got my game against Shane, and as predicted, he smashed me. Shane's just uh, going along very nicely. Um, I think he's almost gone to favourite. I mean, Rod's a big dog in the league, but Shane's also a big dog. I reckon they're the two big dogs of our league, and they're just both flying. Um, so I had some hopes I brought in. McRae for that week, but things didn't go my way and he just got the job done over me very easily. So no surprises there. Uh, the next game we had was Charlie up against Butcher and also no surprises there. Charlie rolled Butcher quite easily by almost 200 points. Um, so yeah, apart from Chantra, I think Butcher is the other one you want to come up against to uh, boost your confidence yeah. a little bit. Butcher could be the real percentage booster you need come finals time. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking at his low scores, he had Rioli on field with his seven, which is not good, or Butch. He had Boke, who only scored a 36, which was very uncharacteristic for Boke, who has been killing it lately. But he does have that that game every now and then where he just stinks it up. I don't know, don't know why. He goes from a 140 down to a 36. It's uh, not what you want. And then I he think had Butch, uh, out, of, out of anyone in the league, I think Butch is missing the likes of um, like Alexis and Kristen and Saber. I think he misses them the most because... Uh, he, he he can still kind of make finals when they're in the league in a in a ten ten man league and you got two people that don't really do anything. Uh, Butcher can make finals, but when you got now, it looks like 10, 10 teams are actually trying this year, and yeah, that's why you see Butcher at the bottom. Yeah, I'm, I'm really rate. worried for Butcher Cohen. I think he's going to miss finals at, at at this rate. Like I can't see any. He's not making much money. He's traded out. You know English. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, really. He hasn't got any good players and he's got no money coming in. Yeah, at this rate, we might have to receive a picture of Butcher's um, breasts at the end of the season, So, uh, which we don't want to. So we all hope that Butcher can improve his team quite soon. They get bigger every year too, Butcher's breasts. <laughs> they do. Almost bigger than Chris. They used to be chiseled. When I first got to Jakarta, he had chiseled, chiseled breasts. They're not so chiseled anymore. <laughs> it's been sitting in the jacuzzi for too long, sink and piss. 
All right. And the third one we have here was the matchup of the round, which we're all waiting for, and it didn't Huge disappoint. Doss against the Doss Destroyer. And Doss managed to deny the destruction um, to win by just 22 points. Pretty narrow victory. You want to talk us through what happened there, Doss? Uh, yeah, I was pretty much down all weekend. And uh, Chanta started talking before he got the job done. And uh, Sunday was a disaster for Chanta. I think he must have got hung over and forgot to uh, fire up the boys because he had, uh, on Sunday, he had uh, Rao, who had a really good game, but only scored 78 points. Uh, Taranto, 69. And uh, Whitfield, 43. And Gorn only got 73, whereas... Whereas I had Wits get 113 and Kelly got uh, 156. So I guess the only good thing that uh, Chunter uh, got was a 69 out of uh, Taranto. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he got a 69. But apart from that, he uh, didn't quite finish off the job. So bad luck, Chunter. It was a big game. Well. The same. Yeah, the loser would have been uh, outside the eight, I believe. So I think uh, it was a big win for me. Put me in the eight, and uh, he's down to ninth, I think, in, in the ladder. And what do they say, Doss? The old saying, Doss. You talk, you talk shit, you get super coach hit. As as Chunter, as Chunter famously uh, has has said on numerous occasions, and uh, <laughs> he's brought it on himself this week. <laughs> That's really impressive that win, Doss, because you did that with Rioli in the team, and he scored seven. Rochelle thirty-two. Um, yeah. Canelio thirty-seven. Yeah, but he had, yeah, I, yeah, he didn't have uh, Maurice, but uh, yeah, he, his big issue was, as I said, was Sunday. He thought he had the job done on Saturday night, and uh, he he forgot that good teams play uh, for what three days instead of two. We did ask him to come on the pod today, Doss, but um, we still don't know where he is. We haven't heard back from him, so we hope we hope the young fellas are right, and um, you know he hasn't taken the loss to. Too much to heart. Yep, a little bit worried about him. His last message in the group was just "Wow." Once he'd seen that Doss had <laughs> beaten him, and he hasn't he hasn't said anything since. So he, he could he still didn't be apologize. sitting. He could still be sitting there, stunned in front of the uh, TV. I think he owes <laughs> me an apology. I think he does too. We'll see if we can get him on the pod <laughs> to make that apology. <laughs> Should doesn't we like um, have a little bit there. of it? Dissection of your team while we've got it up here, Dos. Yeah. As we like to do on the pod. Yeah, take a look at it. Yeah. Dissection. So, what, dissection uh, what, what trades did you make this week? I got in Maurice. Oh, last, this week. I haven't made any trades. Yeah, the yet. one just gone. Who, who did uh, you last trade week, in last week? Last week, I got Maurice, which was a bad move. I should have, I should have got the Carlton boy, but he didn't do too well either, did he? No, 28 or something. Not really. Yeah, but Better all I was thinking about was just getting enough to beat Chunter. And yes, you say Maurice only scored seven, but that seven actually helped beating Chunter. So <laughs> it was uh, actually a good move because it would have been a donut otherwise. And I guess I still would have won with the donut. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think Maurice will bounce back Indigenous round. Uh, this week so i think that's not a bad move I'm, I'm still happy to have him there um so yes yeah, it's not too bad having him in the team and the other one i think uh, uh it might have i might have got crips i think you've got rid of mitchell right 
Yeah, I got rid of Mitchell. Maybe for Crips. Mitchell for Crips. Still got uh, so Zerk Thatcher sure in the team there, Doss. Zerk Thatcher's still there, yeah. Yeah, still got the jerk. Um, <laughs> he might come back into Essence's teams this, this week. Um, Expecting bigger things out of him? Yeah, hopefully he can give, give me a 30 again. Uh, <laughs> what was the expectation? Better than, better than, a, D, better than a DNP. Thought, you thought he'd bank you 100 grand, he'd score in the, the 80s or something? Was that the expectation when bringing him in? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he, he was doing pretty well at the start. He had a couple of good games, I believe. But um, yeah, I'm not looking at my um, bad trades, Kalen. I'm more of a glass full kind of guy and I'm, I'm looking at uh, ways to improve my team. So what's, what's in the past is in the past. And uh, Zerk Thatcher, he's not a big concern of mine right now. Uh, Speaking of trades, Doss, we, we've been speculative of how many trades you've used this year. Do you mm-hmm. care to divulge or is it still under wraps? It's under wraps at the moment. I don't need to uh, uh, divulge <laughs> that sort of information on the show. Oh, that's but, fair uh, enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, but I'm plugging away, I'm plugging away, and uh, I, I think I'll be good come finals. Do you think your squad's good enough to finish higher than Chunters? Um, I think so, based on last week's performance. <laughs> Yep, you can only you're only as good as your last match, and I think Doss proved again, that he's better than Chanta. Once again, I'm not really trying to beat Chanta. That's something that uh, is is like saying, "Do you want to do you want to beat last place?" Like I want to finish higher than than eight. <laughs> Beating Chanta's not even on my radar. So your team is looking more balanced now, Doss, since the start of the season. Looking through it, um, you do have Steel as well, which you're going to have to get rid of and um, we'll talk about that in a little bit um but aside from that driscoll yeah nod but he's just a rookie to trade out but apart from that the only ones which are questionable yeah sherry you've still got it. i don't know if you plan to hold him long term or get rid of him and then jerk thatcher but apart from those the rest of the team is looking more balanced i'd say um for now so it looks like you've sorted out most of your uh most of your kinks in there yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty well planned. I do. The issue is the rookies that I've got. I've got a lot of players that aren't playing. Uh, I'm con- I'm concerned more with guys like Dylan Stevens, um, and this these this Ward and McDonald. They're they're my worries because they're not making any money. Yeah. So I've, but I'm very creative in my trades, and I've I've got a few really good ideas for Jack Steele, which uh, we can talk about later. Nice. And, well, let's quickly get through they these. Pay off and sometimes they don't. But that's good you take a gamble, Doss. We like to see that. Not playing vanilla with your trades. And, <laughs> and we respect that. So just quickly on these last two matchups we had for the week, um, we had another close one. That was Reese over Rod. That's a pretty huge win there, Reese. You want to talk us through what happened there? By eight points over Rod. Yeah, bit, of, bit of a backs-to-the-wall win this one. I gave myself no chance. It was only until Trelaw uh, played right in the opening game. Um, but... Really came down to it. I've been out about it all week of trading out Camilio. Um, and I was originally going to get Boke, so I'm glad I didn't. Um, only because I looked at him and he's only his highest average for, is 106 for a season, so kind of turned me off a bit. And I got took Miller instead, who came out with a 130. And to make it even better, Camilio stunk it up with a 37. So yeah, no, it worked out all right, and I was pretty lucky, I think, to get the win. It's a clutch trade right there. 
made up about almost 100 points there and got the W over him by only eight points. So very clutch indeed. Like that. And joined him on 20 points on the ladder. That's right, Equal Doss. Second, you, know, Lee, you, can only, you can't make excuses when you coach. You just, you just got to get it done and bite the bullet sometimes. Nice. Love it. And the last matchup for the round was uh, Joel against Bailey. And Joel is just continuing to cement his big dog status. His claim to being a big dog, even though he reckons he's only a little pup. He's just got a very big win, 250 points or so, even more over Bailey. And Bailey got the lowest score of the round, it looks like, below 2,000. A few things went wrong for Bailey. The biggest thing is Sam Draper, his ruck, his pod, scoring (laughs) only six six points after, after a whole game of football. Don't know how that's possible when he played ruck all game and only scored six points. That's pretty dreadful. Um, it's terrible. But apart from that, I don't even know how he scored so low. The rest of his players look relatively... Just everyone was sort of not great. Had no standout. So he had Mills, Mills in there with 167, but he still scored sub 200, uh, 2,000. But we said this before. He's boom or bust bail. So he's going to get come out with a big one or just stink it up like he has this round, which is the lowest. Uh, the only one under 2,000. I'm a bit concerned about Bailey. I'm wondering he might throw in the towel like he did last year. It's about that time of the year for him to throw in the towel, I think. I mean, he's he's a ninth, ninth on the ladder based on total score. And yeah. yeah, with people like Draper, he's either going to have to do some work uh, or just throw it in. And his whole bench this week didn't play. So he's struggling for players <laughs> on his bench who are going to make much money as well. So this is the yeah, time of season which gets quite hard. Yeah, this, this might be good for everyone else in the competition, including Chunter, because uh, Butch is obviously thrown in the towel. He's 19,299 total points and uh, with no real chance of improving. And same with Bailey. I don't really see much chance of improving for Bailey. Like, who's he going to trade Draper to? Yeah. How much is he worth? 395. You're not going to get much trade. Could get Sam A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably is. I don't even know if he's better than him overall. But like a a or Chol or someone like that. That's what he should do. Yeah, the Chol dogger. Some upside with his third leg. That's that's the matchups for this week. (laughs) Let's move into watching Chol dogger. (laughs) He's my favorite player to watch now. The Chol. Chol. <laughs> the, the Chol Coast. Yeah. Down at the Chol Coast. <laughs> the Chol Coast, yeah. He's exciting. He's exciting, that's for sure. You like his hair? You think about dyeing your hair like him? Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if I can pull it off like him. Yeah. It's a bit tough to pull off. All right, so the big topic of this week was Steele is out for six to eight weeks. So a few people have him, probably half our league do. Um, I've got him. I think you have him, Reese. I don't know if you have him, Dos. Do you? Yeah, I have him. Yeah, you have him as well. We just saw. Sorry. So there's a few replacements here. I've got on my list um, as potential options who maybe a lot of people don't own yet. Let me just read through them and maybe you guys can tell me which ones you like out of these and then suggest some other options that you have as well. You've got your iron. And then, Dos, you can tell us about your sneaky little trade that you've got planned as well your creative trade so for me a few i've written down is andrew brayshaw who's 557k right now so quite cheap 
You've got Parrish, a bit more expensive, 613K. Rory Laird, who, to be honest, is probably the one I almost like the most at the moment out of these. He's 634K, so a bit more expensive, but he's just been going very nicely this year. I think he's averaging over 120. Um, and he's just been, yeah, I think he's had one score below 100 and just going very nicely. Most scores around 120. There's Mills. He's the most expensive, 669K. And then two doggies, Bont and Bailey Smith. Bont is 573K. Smith is 533K. And then Petrarca at 579K. What do you think of those, Reese, out of those? Who would you say, that's a touch on all of them, but maybe a top three out of those? And do you have any others that you're looking at apart from those? No, I think you covered them pretty good. Uh, I pretty much agree with you. I think the top one to go for would probably be Laird. He's super consistent. Um, you know, I can see him being a top top six uh, mid by the end of the year if he stays fit. Um, he's a little bit more expensive. So if you've got the cash, yeah, absolutely. Probably the second one that I'd go for would be Petrarca. And I'm kind of tossing up between the two of them. Um, but the only reason I'd say Laird over Petrarca is that he has to play West Coast and North Melbourne twice from here out. So that could be, you know, a differential come the end of the season. Um, third one, a bit of a sneaky, probably the bond is is as cheap as you're going to get him. And if he gets DPP later, that's, that's pretty flexible. So that'd be my three in that order. And what do you think, Doss? Yeah, I agree with uh, all the all the players you suggested are all good, but they're all a little bit pricey for me. So I'm, I'm going for, I've dug deeper. And uh, this is where I've got a bit creative and I've got, I'm going to do a double trade. I'm not 100% yet because I, I was thinking I want to get Greg Clark before he uh, goes up. He's, in, he's on, on the bubble. But uh, what, I've, what I'm thinking right now is I'm looking at Brad Crouch at 489. He's coming off 111 and 140. Um, the problem is, yeah, he's not your, your top premium. But when you've only, with my rookies not playing and not making much money, I've got to uh, look for a few cheaper options. So I'm looking at steel down to Brad Crouch. And then I can upgrade Rochelle to Dusty, who's only 509 as well. So uh, I think I can turn, uh, yeah, I can, I can upgrade sort of, well, I, I mean, it's not really an upgrade because I'm getting rid of steel, but I'm upgrading my team as I'm getting in two premiums uh, for one pretty much. And I get rid of Rochelle, who's just uh, stinking it up at the moment. So I think it's not that's a bad call if steel's out. You think Crouch will probably get a bit more. Uh, yeah, it could, it could work against him, though. So it could work could against do, him yeah. if he gets the tag. Um, but I don't think you tag Brad Crouch. You probably, they'd probably be more likely to tag like a hill or someone like that. So I think yeah. uh, Brad Crouch is a good shout-out for 489 I think that's a really good price. Yeah, I don't Especially reckon they would yeah. tag Crouch. I don't reckon they'd yeah. tag Crouch, really, what? because he's not the best user. He's more of an accumulator, right? He gets a fair bit of the ball, but his disposal efficiency can let him down. So he's not going to hurt you that yeah. much getting that much ball, really. They'd probably tag someone else if they did. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a left-field option, but it's one to consider. What's your thoughts, Kalen, on uh, maybe some people like Doss who don't have Craig Clark is getting rid of Steele, getting in a rookie, and then maybe upgrading um, to a primo defender and banking a bit of cash or a, or a primo forward and banking a bit of cash? Depends who you've still got left on field, I'd say. If you've got a rookie on field who is touch and go, 
in forward or defense, then I'd say fix that up first. For example, in forward, if you're playing someone like a Rosas, a Rioli, or a Rioli on field, I'd say that's a bigger priority. Then you can get, um, if you can swing someone forward or upgrade um, to a primo forward, it's better to get them off field. And then you can get like a Clark in your midfield. I'd say that's more of a priority then. Um, you can just downgrade still to Clark and then upgrade your forward line. That'd be more important because Clark is going to, if you don't have Clark, Clark's going to be, I know he got 62 on the weekend, but I think he's playing on the ball. He's getting CBAs. I think he's going to average, you know, 80, it looks like from here on out. So yeah, if you've got someone like that in the forward line, um, I'd say it's probably to get them out first. In the back line, I don't know who you have because most people probably only have maximum like a Dacos or even a Gibkus is okay in the back line. So you can probably still afford to have them on field. But yeah, if you do have someone shit rookie like those who can score pretty poorly, it's probably a priority to get those off first, I'd say. You could even flip yeah, my- like Dacos, put him in the middle and then get like a primo like Doherty or something like that. That, that mm. could also work. Yeah, could my thinking too. with Clark is is because I don't think Dust is going to be cheaper than 509 for the rest of the season. And he is your, uh, like an uber premium forward, especially now that Richmond have their players back. So I can see Dusty kicking two goals a game and getting 20, 20 to 25 touches, getting 100 every game easily. Um, Brad Crouch is a bit of a risk. Um, but if, if Clark comes out and scores, say, 100 this week, which is probably unlikely, he's probably going to get, yeah, as Caitlin said, 80, 60 to 80. Uh, what, he'll go up to about 150, 160? Oh, it says here if he gets an 83... He's projected to go up 80k actually, so a fair bit if if he gets an 83, uh, that is. They got to about 190. Yeah. 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 It's a, then it becomes it's a, a bit harder to trade him in later. Probably the high percentage trade would be, uh, yeah, getting getting uh, Clark this week. The the high the high risk high reward trade is doing uh, what I suggested before. So I'm still I'm still tossing and turning over it. But I do like the look of my team with Crouch and Martin in, in there right now. It really yep. uh, gives me that two extra premiums. Hopefully, Crouch can be one. Yeah, it is nice to find a way to do a double upgrade instead of a single upgrade. And it might depend on who you've got this week, if you're looking like you need to win that match. Um, but then just got to think about whether it's the best move long-term as well. If you think they can perform both of them long-term and they'll still be in your team come season in, then maybe it's worth it too. We do have more trades this year yeah. as well. so. If you've got enough trades left, then you can maybe take a punt like that too. Mm. All right, so there's some options there. Just, yeah, for me, I said, like I said, Laird is the one I'm considering right now. Petrarca is probably number two on my list just because of the value. He's at 5 to 79K. And maybe you can, I think Laird will still average more than him, but maybe he's comparable. He's going to probably average 115 to 120 from here. And then number three, it's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, Bray, Brayshaw, I've already got him on my team, so I'm a bit biased, but at that price, Brayshaw, I reckon he can still score pretty well. So at 557K, I'd probably put him as my number three, I reckon, out of that list. So I could go I could go Laird and Clark, or I can go Crouch and Martin. That's that's the option I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah. It depends though, because you know you've got you'd have to keep um, uh, Dusty and Crouch for the year, so you know if they're if they're just going to average a hundred, that's all you can get out of. So you'd have to upgrade somewhere else. Yeah, that's right. And Clark's not going to stay for the whole year. Yeah, but Clark, you're hoping he's going to make some some good cash. 
Whereas the other ones, I guess you're not hoping they're going to make that much cash, right? They are a bit cheaper, but they're not going to make too much either. 50K, maybe you could yeah. say Crouch will make. Um, same with Dusty. Yeah. And without going into exactly how many trades I've used, I've used a lot. So I'm almost <laughs> at the stage where I don't want to buy rookies anymore. I want to start uh, just finishing off my team. So I yeah. do have some rookies that have made some money, like Nick Martin, Dacos. Um, they're ready to be traded out. Uh, O'Driscoll, uh, De Conig. So I can turn those guys into premiums. But yeah, I'm really concerned about these other guys just not doing anything on my bench. Ward and yep. McDonald and Stevens. And let's uh, take a look at some other guys who maybe might be thinking of trading out quite soon. So people have some priorities like Steel, for example, but apart from them, there's some guys who are almost ready to be chopped. One of those is Nick Martin. He's been a really great rookie for us, but on the weekend, he had a low score, 56 or so. Um, he also has that round 12 buy. So a lot of people might be thinking to trade him out. And the other one is Cogs. Cogs was someone that we were hoping could be potentially a, a keeper for us in the forward line. I personally thought maybe it could be but he pumped out a 37 on the weekend, which is just pretty atrocious. Um, and he hasn't been playing midfield. So it makes it look like he's going to have to be traded out. And if you don't do it this week, he's going to lo lose a lot of cash. So is this the time we've got to trade those kind of guys out, especially Cogs, or do we hold and wait? Especially considering GWS now have just gotten rid of Liam Cameron. So do we wait a week and see what the new coach does with someone like Cogs? Does he get put him in the midfield or do we trade him out this week? What do you reckon, Reese? Uh, good question. I think I think he I, personally I traded him. I traded him last week, which which was quite fortunate for me, just because I thought he'd probably lose a little bit of money. Um, yeah, look, I think if you're going to keep him, I think you got to wait now until um, the DPPs come out, and then you can use the money elsewhere. But let's uh, see what your what your other options are and what your priorities are. But if you need to hold him, it's probably not the worst hold coming up towards the buy. So. I would err on the side of trading, but if you can't, I don't think it's a big deal. What do you think, Doss? Yeah, for me, I'm going to hold Coniglio. Um, I, I think, uh, I don't think he liked Leon Cameron. And I don't think he really tried because it was Cameron's last game as coach. And I think he's uh, he's had a few big scores. And yeah, he's had a couple of low, but so was the likes of Butters. Even Dunkley's had a few low scores. Um, so I'm going to hold Canelio and hope he can bounce back with the new coach. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that as well. It was a good move by you, Reese, in hindsight, trading out at his high price there. Um, yeah, he's projected to go down to sort of towards 400K this week. Um, but yeah, we'll see if he can bounce back. He's got the Eagles this week. Don't know if that's good or bad. You know, we saw some players can score well, some players can't against the Eagles. But uh, I'd rather give him a go and see one week of the new coach how he looks and assess from there. Um, and there's other rookies to trade out anyway. So I'd give him another week. Yeah, and I, think, like I think these GWS boys, you're going to see some increase in, price, increase in uh, scoring with the likes of Cornelio, uh, Whitfield. Hmm. I think they're going to start trying now that they've got a new coach, especially at the start. As, as all players do, when, when they get a new coach, they start trying harder because uh, they, have, they have something to prove. So, yeah, I'd be holding all the GWS boys. Yeah, Whitfield's another one. Pumped out of 43. I've still got him on my team, unfortunately, uh, which is not great to see. But, yeah, obviously, same thing with him as Canelo. At least give it a week. Let's see how he plays with the new coach, what kind of role he has. 
hopefully it can get back to some of his best footy, but we'll wait and see on that. Um, the other one was, uh, it might be a bit disappointing for some coaches and he's one I don't have is uh, Maxi Gorn. So he was flying and he still, I think looks like probably the best Ruckman in the comp, but he's had a couple of low scores, I think in the eighties and then a seven in the seventies. And now he's looking like he's going to be approaching sub 600 K pretty soon, which is good timing for the buyers. I think, um, I'm looking potentially at trading him in pre round 12 for Sammy Hayes. I might go Sammy Hayes to, um, to Gorn and make an upgrade there. Um, if you got, you don't have him in your team yet, do you race? Are you looking at doing something similar, trading him in around the buyers? Um, no, I already got him. I got him when Marshall and Rundy went down. Mm. Um, but yeah, I would wait this week. I mean, he's got a break even of 221. So, um, you know, even he's not that good. So I'd just wait and pick him up come the buyers. I'm not sure where Melbourne's got their buy if it's round 14. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, I'd so probably bit, pick him it's up. It's a bit long yeah. to wait. Yeah, it's a bit long to wait for his buyer because he might actually increase in price again by then. That's why I was thinking of getting him in yeah. pre-round 12. I agree. I think he'll be the best um, Ruckman going this year. So get him in while he's at his cheapest. What do you think, Doss? Uh, I'm not a Gorn fan at all this year. I don't think he is the best Ruckman. Uh, he's probably the best Ruckman. Probably He's probably the best Ruckman, but with Jackson there, I don't think he's going to score. Um, as highly, I think Witch is going to score probably higher than Gorn by the end of the year, and even even Proust is averaging almost as much as Gorn as well. So I'm happy with Proust and Witz. Uh, I'm definitely not trading either of those two out. They're pumping out big scores week in week out, so there's no need to upgrade those. Yeah, for sure. You're um, in a good position, I think, with those DOS. Um, not many people would have Proust and Witz, but they're great. Yeah. So it's what I it's what I thought about at the start of the year. I want a Saul Ruckman. I didn't want. Ruckman that uh, have there's two Ruckman per team. So Gorn's big score was when Jackson didn't play, and he's had a couple of big scores with Jackson, but that that was when uh, Jackson didn't get as much time um, on the ball. So I think it's a it's a bit of a risk. I think taking Gorn when there's a chance that Jackson could actually start having more time playing Ruck, and Gorn could spend more time up forward. So. That risk is still there for me with Gorn. So I'd be looking elsewhere. Yeah. Like Proust uh, is only 457. So if you wanted to, if you didn't have Proust, I'd prefer to go for him and you save a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. I guess a lot of people might be rolling with Proust and Hayes right now. And they're considering what is the last upgrade, um, which is sort of what I've got. I've got English there sitting there in the ruck, but I'll switch him forward. Um, so just considering what that last upgrade is, Max looks like the obvious option. I mean, Wits has been killing it as well, averaging almost the same. Um, but I guess the question in most people's mind is, can he sustain that? But I guess there's no reason he can't. The only worrying thing is that prior to this season, he didn't average over 100 in any season, um, which is why one of the reasons I didn't start him and why many probably didn't start him. But I guess one of the reasons he might be averaging so high this season is the Suns actually have a decent midfield now, so he can get some hit outs to advantage in previous seasons. He probably got a lot sharp out of the midfields. Um, so that might be why he's scoring a bit better, I suppose. But uh, yeah, there's no reason why you couldn't bring in wits as well. I guess if he can think that he can keep up his scoring for the rest of the year. Um, and if you've got wits, I certainly wouldn't be sideways trading wits to, to go on either. So if you've got him. Yeah. Wits, then... wits has always been a brilliant tap ruckman. Um, and now I just think he's, 
he's he's elevated his game. He's a bit older now, and now he's actually taking a lot of marks around the ground, which he didn't mm. previously. And yeah, you're right about the midfield being better. Um, so he's now tapping it down to midfielders like Anderson and Tuki Tuki, and uh, he's really uh, reaping the benefits. And the other thing in which his favour is uh, Gold Coast have a very favourable draw coming up. They've got a lot. Of, they've got a lot of um, bottom eight teams. So I don't know if that's good for Gold Coast because they've lost to a couple of top eight teams, uh, bottom eight teams, and they seem to beat the top eight teams. Um, but yeah, I think Wits is going to continue his good form. The only concern is if he gets injured. Yeah. He's carrying the rock load by himself. Yeah, that's true. And Reese, you had a couple of other players you wanted to bring up as well. Oh, yeah, just a couple of people were pretty interested in Dustin Martin. He's had a couple of, well, three pretty good games, and he's only 500000 do you think? And he's probably going to go up in price too. So if you're going to get him, I think the sooner the better. What do you reckon? Yeah, 509K is pretty good. It's not like super cheap for a Ford, but it's a good price. Um, you don't want to pay like anything over 550 I guess, for a Ford usually. Um, so, yeah, he had a good game against the Hawks, but was just the Hawks and then Collingwood before that who aren't great either and he just scored the 83. For me personally, I'd still like to wait a bit longer and see what he can do. I don't think he's going to shoot up in value that quickly. So maybe you can wait till after his buy in round 12. Um, he's got that early buy, but he's looking all right. You're thinking of bringing him in this week, yeah. right, Doss? Yeah, I brought him in. I think he he's fresh now. He hasn't, he had, he's hardly played any footy this year. So he's, he's fresh. He's, only going to get better, in my opinion. And he does have the potential to... You got him in the finals. He has the potential to score, like, 160. Um, so I think uh, I think Richmond are on the way up. They've got fully strength at the moment. And Dusty doesn't really get injured. Well, he One. did last year, but he hardly ever gets injured. And um, I just see him being a top, top primo for the rest of the year. He'll finish thing, the year strong. One thing to note is he does have in his last two rounds, which would be the preliminary final and the grand final for our league. He has the Hawks and then Essendon. So he could score very big in those last two games. Yeah. Or oh, he could get in the grand final. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't, if he plays against Essendon, uh, he's going to get massive, but there's that chance yeah. that they rest him if Richmond are already into the finals. Right. But that's the chance with anyone, I guess. You could, yeah. Dusty's hard enough to tackle as it is, but Essendon laid 30 tackles for the weekend. So <laughs> yeah. Dusty's just yeah, going to run rings cool. around him. I don't think it matters who Dusty plays. He he can go big against any team. Like even when DeBoer was the best tagger in the league, remember in that grand final, he just he was untaggable. So I don't yeah. think it really matters with Dusty. Yeah, but he kicked jump goals though. In that grand final? Yeah, game was really over. True, but he Anyone started else? on fire as well. DeBoer had nothing. Uh, yeah, so um, a couple of other people I want to ask you both about. Uh, defenders, sub 500K, Jeremy McGovern and Jake Lloyd. So they're about 495 and 493. What do you think about them if we can't afford the, you know, the Sicily, Boston, uh, sorry, Stuart, Doherty, those sorts? I like your thinking and you're going for the, the cheaper options like like what I did with Crouch and Martin. Um, definitely, I'd be going for Lloyd over McGovern um, just with that West Coast situation is you don't know if, if McGovern's going to be able to play all the games with with what they're doing over there. Um, and Lloyd, Lloyd's starting to uh, hit his straps again. So 
I think they're both great options. Yeah, I think they're good down. options if you're strapped for cash. I'd probably go Lloyd over McGovern just as well. I like McGovern. He's good this year. He's getting a lot of ball with the ball going down there a lot. But, um, yeah, still go Lloyd. Um, I don't think he's going to get to the heights that we used to be, that at 120 average. But if you're just looking for someone who's like 100 to 105 average from here on out, he could be your man. Um, still sharing the kickouts a bit with Blakey, it seems like. But, yeah, I reckon he's a solid option for that price. Mm. It's the cheapest I've ever seen, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah, once again, now's the time to get these guys if you're going to get them. I think now, oh, yeah, yeah. now's the time. I think now's the time of the year where you really do have to find these players that are cheaper. Unless you've got rookies that are making money for you, where are you going to get your money from? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like having having primos on every line, filling every spot, it's just going to be near on impossible. So, you know, you're going to have to cheap out somewhere. And I thought, you know. Yeah. They're both averaging near on 100. Well, McGovern's averaging 105 at the moment and going to go up 27,000 this week projected. So, and Lloyd, yeah, yeah, I reckon Lloyd's pretty solid too. Yeah, for sure. And now let's just move on to some rookies quickly to trade in. The best one is obviously Clark, if you don't have him already. A lot of people brought him in early, um, but he's got a negative 97 break even, projected to gain 80K this week. So I think. Out of anyone, he's the one to bring in. I'm going to bring him in. But apart from that, we've actually finally got some um, defense rookies to look at. One's on the bubble this week, and that is the dictionary, uh, Buku Kamus, which actually means dictionary in Bahasa in Baha- Indonesia. Buku Kamus <laughs> is dictionary. Uh, the old, the old dictionary. That's a good one, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> so the old dictionary is. Uh, I that's good. <laughs> exactly. Lit it up against Collingwood, which isn't too hard. Um, and he did look great in that game, but he still only scored in the 60s. He looked like he was everywhere, marking everything over his head. Um, and he just scored in the 60s. Before that, I think it was in the 30s or 40s. But he's in defense. So we do want a defensive rookie. Some people might have Gibkus and they want to trade down. Um, also got to still trade out um, the Koenig as well. So he's one you could look at. I might steer clear, just afraid who's going to come back into the Bulldogs and his scoring capacity. What do you guys think of him? Would you would you consider trading him in? I think you would if you needed a trade this week, if you need to trade out a rookie this week. But I think most people have got like McCartan, Tony, and who's the other Dacos. Um, I don't think I think you can hold all of them for another week. I'd probably hold and wait and look and see how Luke Cleary plays on Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah, he's the next one on my list there, Cleary. He's one I would prefer, I think, in his role. Um, looks like he's playing more off the half-back flank. Just depends on his job security. But they do have a few out at the moment um, with injuries. So hopefully he could have a good run of games. But yeah, I'm probably going to wait on Cleary. He scored 61 in his first game. Looked pretty solid. Um, the other one is Rory Thompson. Maybe you can tell us a bit about him, Doss, for the Suns. Old 31-year-old. Oh, He's got a we've, negative we've been, 16 break-even. Um, but yeah. what do you reckon about him? We've been so good since he's come back. He just he frees everyone up. Um, but he doesn't, he just plays his role. Uh, he just he most of the time, most of the times is uh he's spoiling and he's helping the other guys in the back line uh get more marks and things like that. Like uh, he's freeing Ballard up to play his to play his role of like an intercept defender, so I don't think he's going to be a massive scorer. But uh, if he stays healthy, he'll play every game. 
which those Western Bulldogs players may not play every game because Western Bulldogs have a lot out and a lot coming back into the team. So if you wanted someone for job security, it would be Thompson. But uh, yeah, he's going to have a few games where he's only scoring, say, 50, like 30 to 50 points. Yeah. So he obviously only started in round eight. Was he injured prior to that? Is that why he hasn't been playing this year? Yeah, he's been injured for two years. Oh, he's been injured. He's a gun. Yeah. He's an absolute gun. Because the last time it's he played. Like that. Yeah, sorry, you go. I was going to say the last time he played was 2018. I can't remember where he was before, but then he got picked up by the Suns start of last year, did he, Doss? And then he's been injured, has he? I think, he was, I think he's been at the Suns for the whole time, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Well, it says he hasn't played since 2018, so he must have been injured for, for a fair while. I, I think he's I think an inaugural son. He's been... All right. I don't well, think he's an inaugural, but he's, he's definitely been injured oh, for a couple of years. And he played. He definitely played for the Suns and was really good. He played with May, and him and May were really good, but both of them were always injured all the time. I was just going to say, if you've got someone like that who's just going to be super consistent, probably not going to make a huge amount of money, you couldn't downgrade to him and just leave him as your, you know, your your job security in case you run out of trades and you need someone to fill a spot, um, you know, later in the year. Because I think you need to have someone like that playing later on. So The only issue is he's only going to get you 30 to 50 points each each week. Well, yeah, but it's better than having a donut if you, you know, or having a rookie that's not going to play later on in the year. Well, yeah. I guess 30 then, points to beat Chunter. If if I had 30 <laughs> points instead of zero, that would have been enough to beat Chunter, wouldn't it? Well, if he can average 50, it looks like most seasons before he's averaged sort of 55, even to 60. If you average 50, I think that gets you to 250K anyway. So that's even not too bad as long as he plays every game. Um, by the time yeah. you've played seven or eight games, he'll be at that amount anyway. So maybe he's actually better than the old dictionary to trade in this week if you're looking for someone. <laughs> Do you reckon he knows his name's a dictionary? <laughs> I don't reckon he does. I don't think he speaks fast, so he's probably ever been to Indonesia. <laughs> so, probably doesn't. I wish that they didn't know. Is there any Indonesian players at Western Bulldogs? <laughs> How about Lin Jong? Is Lin Jong still there? <laughs> I don't think he's Indonesian. And the last one is uh, Kemp. Maybe you can tell us about him. Uh, Reese, you reckon he's likely to stay in the team. He just came in for his first game. He's a bit more expensive at 156k. He just scored a 56 on the weekend for Carlton. Yeah, I did watch the game. He looked okay. So um, with Zach Williams going down, I reckon, yeah, he'll be thereabouts for the rest of the year. But I think they're going to bring in uh, Lewis Young, I think his name is. So he's going to get picked. See how he scores this week, but yeah, if he scores all right, I reckon they'll probably keep him in or play him off the bench for a bit. Yeah, they've got um, Marchbank coming back, don't they? Marchbank and... Marchbank uh, as well, yeah. Yeah, he's coming back and also um, McGovern. Plow, so, yeah. McGovern's like 10 weeks away, so I don't think... I don't oh, reckon wow. he'll play this year. Yeah, he he's, that, he's a long he? way off. I hope so. Well, huge loss. Better without him. Really set back my team with McGovern getting going injured. <laughs> yeah, right. No, he's terrible, McGovern. He was carving up in preseason. <laughs> Best intercept yeah. marker in the league in the preseason. So out of those, just to summarise, I reckon Thompson's the best one this week. Um, and next week, if you need to trade a defender, maybe Cleary is the better of those two, yeah. But you can wait and see for next week, I guess. I think that's just about all the rookies to look at this week. Um, unless you guys have any more, then we can get on to questions. 
All good. So the yeah. questions we have is not many this week. We've only had the one call in this week, and that is Joel. Loves to put in a question. Um, and Joel, and it's great to see as good as he's going this season, he still wants to wants to learn from the pod, which is good. Although this question isn't so much about learning, but we'll get onto that anyway. So Joel would like to ask, <laughs> is it possible to change your team name mid-year? Should Chanter be called the DOS enabler? <laughs> instead of the DOS, instead of the DOS destroyer, which is currently named his team. What do you think, DOS? Can you change your team first of all? And, and should he if he can? He's definitely he's definitely built my confidence, hence I'm on the show this week. Um, so yeah, maybe you should try and change the name. <laughs> the DOS confidence builder. <laughs> The thing about it is he had a real chance to bury your season there, Doss. He, he had a chance to put you down, really take morale out of your team. And instead, he's, he's probably perked you up. He's probably got your prime and ready to make finals now. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, if if he had beaten me last weekend, maybe he would have been on the pod and not me. I hear he's refused <laughs> to join the pod this week. He didn't refuse. We just haven't heard from him. Well, he said, well... <laughs> not good game. Maybe, not good game or well done or anything. Just wow. Maybe wow. Maybe by wow he meant World of Warcraft. Maybe that meant he's giving up his super coach season to go play World of Warcraft. <laughs> maybe he meant sorry. <laughs> he definitely didn't mean sorry. Speaking of Joel, is, um, do you think we start have to start you know considering him as one of the big dogs with five on the chop? I think it comes into conversation, um, but Big Dog has to sustain their run for and their performance for a lot longer than five games, I think. Let's see, come see. I wonder, if, it, I wonder if Joel's in the classroom asking that the kids to call him Mr. Big Dog. <laughs> Could be. Highly likely. I, think, um, I mean, definitely Rod and Charles are Big Dogs because they're proven performers. Um, and then and I Shag, think Shag is, Shag is right up there. Shag is establishing himself as a big dog now, I think. He was pretty good last year. And, uh, yeah, he's really established himself this year, I think. So, I think Shag has now uh, become a big dog. And Joel's not far off. If, if Joel keeps winning, he's going to have to be in the conversation. Yeah. Great. Good question there, Joel. Love to hear that. Uh, since we have no others, let's just have a look at the games to come for this week. Let's get some quick tips. Can I just ask Doss a quick question before we get into that? I just wanted to ask sure. you, Doss, what was, what was going through your mind when you traded out Tookie Tookie? Uh, his disposal efficiency was pretty was down, and I was just a bit concerned, and he was, he was uh, at a price where I could have uh, upgraded some other players, and I just thought it was a good move to get rid of him at the time. And I don't regret it, to be honest. We have enough trades this year where we can uh, where we can make some trades like that. And, uh, Seems ballsy yeah. getting rid of a bloke that's going to average 120. As I say, Reese, I'm left field. I don't do <laughs> what else does. Fair enough, fair enough. And some of them pay off and some of them don't. You did call Ben Cunnington last year, so we'll give you that one. That was a good trade. Well, it wasn't in the end, but uh, as I say, some <laughs> of them don't. All right, let's have a look at the games for this week. First up this week, the top we got here is me against Big Charlie. 
Um, projected quite similar for now, um, but he does have one person of his field, so I guess he's projected higher than me. Uh, it's going to be a tough one, especially because i got to deal with Steele and he doesn't. So I think considering that, Charlie's going to get the job done over me. What do you reckon, Reese? Yeah, unfortunately, Callan, I think he's got you. Yeah, I think Big Timmy's not due back, unfortunately, this week. He's sick or something now. Um, so that'll hurt, yeah. Plus, he's still got some money. He's got Jack Hayes and Nod on the bench. So, yeah, he could definitely go to town with some upgrades there. What do you think, Doss? Well, knowing Charlie, he uh, considers you as a bogey team for him, Kalen, and he's going to be doing everything he can to win this game. And uh, if yeah, if, if if Charlie can get over the line this this weekend, it really might um, get the monkey over the back. So I think Charlie will be doing everything in his power, his might and power, to get the job done. But uh, whether he does it or not is a different story. So if you can make some astute trades for Jack Steele, I think you can get him. Yep. Well, he did beat me earlier in the year already. Um, but yeah. Oh, he did, did he? Okay. He did beat me once, so he's got that up his back. But now he's gone. So he's got the money up his back. So that means he'll probably win then. Yeah, he's confident now. He's loose. A bit less tension. Just depends whether I can call one back. But I think it'll be tough. The next game we got That's is going to be Doss. a big loss for you because you're normally at the top of the ladder, and if you lose this weekend, um, you could go down equal, like with uh, Chanti could get the win, Butcher could get the win, and then you could slip down to tenth. Yeah, let's see who they're going up against. Doesn't look like Butcher will get the win based on who he's up against. Um, Chanti could find it hard as well, but we'll get down to that. But yeah, it is. Uh, I need to start winning some games. The game against you next week could be a big one for me. So. That could be telling. a big one for both, both of us. Very telling. Uh, next game we got is Doss against Shagger. And I'm sorry, Doss. Um, well done, you win against Chanta, but I think it's going to be tough to beat old Shagger. No, I'm Shane. What do you think, Doss? Are you going to get the job done over him? It's going to be tough beating uh, the top of the ladder. Uh, it's not like Chanta. Um, as I said earlier, um, beating Chanta doesn't mean that I'm out of the, out of the uh, bottom of the barrel. But... Uh, yeah, so it's going to be tough to beat Shagger, uh, to beat Shagger but with my trades, uh, adding in um, Brad Crouch and Dusty Martin, I think I'm a chance. True that. What do you think, Reese? Um, I think, Doss, your only chance is if you can hire some bikies to go and meet that Brad <laughs> then you might have a chance. But otherwise, I think with your very astute trades that you'll make, it may not be quite enough. Mm. So Thatcher might be back. It could be, yeah. <laughs> that's probably a detriment. That's a, that's a detriment to your team, Doss. You put him on field. He's projected, projected to get 54, 50. so 54 is projected. All right, next match we got Big Dog Rod against the Butch. Butch is actually projected quite high here, 2300, but uh still think Rod's going to get the job done over him. What do you think, Royce? Yeah, I don't know how Butch is projected that high, but um, I don't think it'll matter. I think Rod will find a way. I, I think he'd be hurting after last week when I pinched one off him. So, yeah, I think Rod will bounce back this week. Doss? Well, this is a massive rivalry. Both old stalwarts of the big Finnegan's and mm. Butcher always lifts for Diggler. It's like, <laughs> it's like when Hawthorne played Geelong. You might think that Geelong are going to win easily, but Hawthorne seemed to 
come out firing and get the job done. And I'm I'm actually tipping Butcher here. I think Butcher's going to come out firing and get the job done. Yeah, actually swung me as well. I reckon Butcher's going to get the job done. He will come out hard, make some trades. I reckon he's going to get the job done too. Changing my tip <laughs> on your Butcher. No, I'm sticking with. I'm sticking Both with supporters. Yeah. And then we got Bales up against the Dost Destroyer and Chanta. Uh, this one could go either way. This is an interesting one. We know Bailey can go big or go very low. Um, tough one to call. I'm going to go with Bales for this week. I reckon he's going to have a bounce back week. What do you reckon, Reese? Um, well, look, if, Ch- if Chanta comes out of the wilderness and decides he, he wants to partake in this season still, he may be able to get the win if he trades out, you know, Gary Goldman and what other bloody Brisbane players he's got. But I think Bales is, yeah, I reckon he'll bounce back, Bales. I reckon his players will go big. You know, he's got Charlie Kerno, these sorts of blokes, Heaney, they can go real big. So, yeah, I reckon, I reckon Bales will get the win. What do you reckon, Doss? Yeah, it depends. Both both teams are capable of just giving up. Um, Chunter's <laughs> one goal this year was to beat me, and he wasn't able to do it. So he might just decide to fold and... We spoke about Bailey. He's been known to fold in the past. So I'm hoping Bailey doesn't because I would like Bailey to win, keep Chanter down the bottom. But uh, we want, remember last year, we wanted Bailey to actually put some effort into Chanter and he didn't. So it's a really tough one to pick. It's, it's pretty much whoever tries is going to win, I think. <laughs> yeah, should be close at least. And the last one we've got is Joel, Big Dog Joel, up against Chanter's nemesis in race. This is another tough one to pick, I think, with, uh, yeah, considering English isn't back yet and you've got to deal with Steel. Oh, he has to deal with Steel as well, but, yeah, you've got English out. Might just give it to Joel, but I think it's going to be tight there. What do you, how do you reckon you'll go, Reese? Yeah, it's, it's touch and go. Like, we've both got to deal with Steel and I pretty much haven't had English for, what is it, six weeks now, so I'm getting used to it. Um, but I just read somewhere that Crispy might be out with the flu. So if that's the case, then definitely Joel. Um, if if Crispy's all right, yeah, it could really come down to a bit of a captain's pick. Yeah. I think he's going to probably... Yeah. Hope he's not too. I think this might be the week that Joel finally cut Stengel. He had a 36 on the weekend. He's made a lot of cash for him. So he's got 400K from him sitting there. So if he trades out him and Steel, he might be able to bring in two other good primos. So if he does that, you could be in with some trouble, Reese. Yeah, I agree. See how you go. Joel can continue his run of good form with six in a row. Let's see. All right. That about wraps it up for this ep, I think. Thank you, boys, for joining me. It was great to have you as always, Reese, and fantastic to have you on DOS for the DOS dissection. Thank you, boys. Yeah. Just that other thing with with Reese versus Joel, the winner of that game could actually go to number one in the ladder when I beat Shane. Ooh. Huge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, Joel, you heard, if Joel you gets heard, number one, he's definitely a big dog. You Shane heard is it not here anymore. First. <laughs> yep, that would definitely be big, big dog status. Dog <laughs> he would just be howling from the rooftops if that happened. Wouldn't even try to deny it anymore. <laughs> uh, thanks boys thanks for having me on Callum. thanks thanks boys 
We'll get you on again sometime soon, Dos. Maybe with uh, Chanta as well. We'll try and get a, a double up episode. Be good. And yeah, that'd be good. And thank you to our listeners as always. And we'll chat to you next week. All the best for your Super Coach week. Bye bye for now.